0: post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, that is, of course, Maria Callas, but it's the Hamaniera from Carmen, that fantastic, glorious opera by Bizet, which is coming to the stage of Cork Opera House for Valentine's Night, the 14th of February with Niamh O'Sullivan singing the role of Carmen, so I chatted to her about it.
1: Like this is just
0: one of the THE consummate roles, isn't it, Tremezzo?
1: Absolutely. And, you know, it feels kind of mad that I haven't done it yet. I mean, this will may be my debut. I've done, you know, the famous arias and concerts and I've done scenes from Carmen and I've done the whole role in English with English National Opera, but I haven't done it in French. So this will be my first time and to do it at home is amazing. And what an opportunity for my first time to sing it to be from my hometown. I, d- I wouldn't wouldn't want to do Carmen for the first time anywhere else. So it's, it's so exciting. <laughs> (laughs) to to get to do it at home and also terrifying, of course. (laughs) Yeah,
0: listen, anyone who's a fan of opera, of course, has a huge repertoire to draw on, but even anyone who isn't a fan of opera knows Carmen. That's the thing, like it's the music, the character, the rhythm, it sort of pervades society. Whether you've any clue that Bizet wrote this opera about this, you know, gypsy Carmen or not,
1: everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. And that's the terrifying thing about Carmen. You know, it's like, oh, the, the habanera, you know, the first the first aria that Carmen's saying da 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 like the minute that introduction starts in no matter where in a concert or audition it's just like the pressure straight away because everyone knows it like you said even people who don't necessarily go to opera or in, enjoy opera as such you know they know it and, um, but that's the great thing about Carmen it's like hit after hit and yeah I'm sure we'll do hopefully we'll do a great job on the 14th
0: That particular song for it to be Carmen's first one when she comes out onto the stage, you know, with that pulsating rhythm, dum da, yes. dum dum dum. Yeah, and, you know, exactly. it builds up this sense of anticipation before you even open your mouth, and like it is quite the introduction for a character on stage, isn't it?
1: Absolutely, that is really yeah. It's her, so she has a little bit, a little bit of like a recitative beforehand. You know, and saying, "Who am I going to give my love to today? Um, who am I going to pick today out of the group?" and that she has like two lines and then she gets straight into it and i think that kind of like you said that introduction at the beginning is so her it's like this she has this kind of aura about her that is like almost like untouchable and i think this um dumb, bum 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 like just really Gets her straight away. It's like really Carmen straight away. You have to move with it, don't you? Like even absolutely.
0: You know, it it really does draw you. So for people who don't know the story of Carmen, let's kind of set the scene for who she is and where she is and where we're meeting her at the very beginning of this opera, which gathers this whole scene together.
1: Yeah. Well, Carmen is yeah a gypsy girl who works in um, a cigarette factory in Seville, Spain. She's a woman, you know, who craves love, um, but in turn, like this creates um, obsession and jealousy. She's the type to kind of not have to do anything and men and women are falling at her feet. She's a sort of aura, you know, that's completely irresistible and knows exactly how to use this to get what she wants. And I think people find this like very attractive and very yeah, intimidating, but attractive. She's so Um,
0: vital and, you know, feisty and she's sexy and she knows her own mind and she's not afraid to toy with people if if that's what's needed. And she gets into trouble, like in one of the very early scenes, obviously, she gets into trouble for fighting in the factory.
1: Exactly. I mean, she... I think, you know, people would say she's like, of course, she's aggressive and she's bold, you could say. But she, I feel like she's quite honest. I think she's, she doesn't lie to herself and she doesn't lie to others. Like this fight, okay, who knows what happened? But she, she fought for something that she felt she needed to fight for in that moment. You know, I feel like she's she was used to maybe from the past having to fight for everything and like go into survival mode a little bit. So she's a, she's a bit like a tiger, I feel like, you know. If one thing gets her, she'll go and like she's really kind of, she'd pounce, you know. I don't think she's as as bad, I guess, as people might think she is, you know. I think <laughs> it's, she's she's fighting for herself all the time.
0: I, th- I think it's very true, like what you said. She's yeah. completely honest the entire way through the opera, yeah. you know. So she's going to be arrested and Don Jose is sort of persuaded through her seductive powers to go easy on her. And
1: he ends up falling sure. for her. He's madly exactly. jealous of anyone else. And then may. she starts to lose interest because she's she falls in love with the bullfighter Escamillo. And the more she loses interest, the more obsessed he becomes. So it's uh, the more obsessed Jose becomes, I mean. So it's like it's always this forward and back thing the whole time, you know. And it's the whole thing of, like, what she says in the an Habanera at the beginning, you know. How, you know, if someone doesn't love her, she's going to fall in love with them. Or if they do love her, she won't love them, and this whole thing. So <laughs> every time, you know, every time José, at the beginning when he was acting as though he didn't see her and wasn't noticing her, she wanted him to, so she went toward him. And then when he was getting too obsessed with her, she stepped back. It's just... It's love, isn't it? (laughs) The chase...
0: The dance, yeah. the chase, the hard to get, the whole lot of it. But exactly. like you said, she is straight up the whole way through. I get to, to, to sing that role then for you as a singer, you know, where there is this deep physicality, all of that Absolutely. passion, that huge honesty that she's feisty. Yeah. She's a fighter and everything like that. But vocally, you have to have such control as well
1: as this fluidity sure. with it. It's hugely demanding, you know. Absolutely. I and Ronnie, my, my teacher in Dublin, always said to me that Carmen is much more of an acting role than a singing role. I mean you're you're of course you're singing throughout the whole thing, but actually the singing itself isn't as demanding, you could say, as like Charlotte Verthair, the role I just did um, last year yeah. in it's more of an acting role, definitely. You know, the the you're singing all the time, but it's it's so much about the character. You know, I always felt that I wasn't mature enough yet to play her. I always, I will like always think that because it's just this maturity that is really difficult to find through a, a character like Carmen, I feel like. So I'm really looking forward to, to exploring that. I mean, I'm sure I'll be singing Carmen hopefully for the rest of my career. And, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing how I, how it can develop, you know, over, over the years.
0: This is such an exciting thing that Cork Opera House does and uh, wonderful to have this, I think, a great, great choice for a Valentine's night. Absolutely.
1: You know, what, what better opera? Exactly, yeah. Oh, I'm so excited for it. You know, it's it's amazing how, how they are able to give us this platform and to, you know, they... I guess they, they had kind of asked us what, what roles we'd be interested in doing as part of the Carol Sullivan Associates program. And they just took it on and, you know, like it's it's a win-win for them and for us, you know, so we're we're really excited to get to try out roles at home for the first time.
0: You know, and you mentioned of course that you are one of the Cara O'Sullivan Associate Artists which again, another fantastic initiative in the Cork Opera House. Her name will never be forgotten. Her legacy will always be celebrated and for those of us who knew her, it's just such a joy to be able to see other artists like you who would have known her as a, you know, very young performers that she would have yeah. seen and recognised and encouraged along the way to, to see mean, singing in, in this format is fantastic.
1: I'm sure people are sick of hearing me say, you know, Cara was my absolute go-to idol when I was in my teens and um, I used to go to everything she was in and she really, really helped me at the beginning of my career as well. Always texted me saying, Niamh, is there any music you need? You know, I can send it up to you in Dublin, anything, you know, text me if you wow. need this, text me if you need... She was so good and, you know, when I think it was Aisling Fitzgerald when, from the Opera House rang me and asked me to be one of the associate artists, I was like, jumped at it even though yeah. I said "Ashling, Ashling, I really... Like I-" please like bear with me because I've absolutely no time over the next two years but please can I still do it and we'll fit things in and so they've been amazing and have been bearing with me when I've had to cancel things last minute with them and stuff they're like they're just so supportive I'm really grateful to them
0: Can, can we actually just do a quick dip into your schedule like what's the, the rest of the year looking like or how far ahead are you kind of planning And
1: Basically it's kind of a five year plan forward kind of so I kind of know what's going on till kind of like like 27 Mm -hmm. you could say with a few gaps in between okay so in February I have a lot on in Cork which is very exciting so I'll do the Everyman concert in the Everyman with John O'Brien on the 4th of February which is a concert of music of sadness and comfort that's on the 4th and then I have um, I'm doing a Mahler 2 with the NSO in Dublin on the 9th of February 14th of February then I have the Carmen and then I'm back in Cork actually on the 23rd of February for the Army Band's annual concert Oh. in the City Hall so I've a lot on in Cork in February and then I go to Zurich to the opera. in Zurich to do Carmen but to do Mercedes so the friend in uh, Carmen yes. so I'll be doing both and then I'm going yeah so then I'm there and then I'm actually going to Buxton um, Opera Festival in July to sing Carmen again and then I'm going to Aix-en-Provence in France in the summer to sing uh, a role in Veproces end by Verdi so that's this season oh, <laughs> yeah. I love it and I love yeah.
0: how February the start of spring is practically almost all based in Cork with some exactly. incredibly exciting productions and we'll be talking on the programme to Absolutely. John O'Brien about that series in the Air for Men as well so it's it's wonderful to have our two largest theatres in Cork City celebrating opera and and music like this so this morning sure. we're just reminding everybody of course Carmen the yes. quintessential passionate I mean like we haven't even gone down talking about the Torridors doors or anything like that which is bizarre because there isn't a, anybody who couldn't whistle that tune. Uh, I know exactly. So. <laughs> My lips are chapped at the minute, so I can't give it a lash. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go, there we go. So Wednesday the fourteenth of February, Valentine's Night in Cork Opera House, Carmen, the tragedy of Carmen, the passion of Carmen, the amazing story of Carmen and the incredible music of
1: Georges Bizet. I should say as well, Anne-Marie, sorry, just in case people don't know that we are doing La Tragedy the Carmen, which is not the full Carmen, so there's no chorus and it's reduced to a 15 piece orchestra so it's like a reduced version of Carmen and um, by Peter Brook all the same music and all the hits of course but it's a shortened version so it's only an hour and a half. Nevil O'Sullivan it's always a pleasure it's always exciting and it's always <laughs> joyful thank you so much. Thanks Anne-Marie thank you.
0: Griffin's Potatoes.